Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 69, From Point A to Point B. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Gia as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well, yeah. It's uh, quite rainy here, but yeah, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It is not rainy here. It's The leaves are changing colors. It's fall season, so hopefully the rain that we do not have here goes over to you, so you don't have rain, but I can't control the weather, <laughs> but I hope it doesn't last too long. So... Today, we're going to be talking about Gia's passion, which we will introduce shortly. But before we do that, who is Gia? Hi. Um, yeah, my name's Gia. Um, I'm 20. Uh, I'm currently a second year student at uni. And uh, I'm from the south of England originally, but now I live in the north for, for university. So, yeah. That's perfect. It's just short and sweet. And then you're very passionate about studies and learning and that yeah. is basically what I could say. But yes, today is not about the education system. Today is about your passion, which is running. Now, before we go into running, do you have any social media links that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, uh, I have an Instagram, which you're all very welcome to follow. It's uh, at Gia5886. So that's J-I-A-5886. Perfect. I'll put that in the description below so people can go click and follow and just follow your adventure. Speaking about following, I guess running could be part of following. Today, we're going to be talking about running. So how did you get introduced to running? Well, uh, I guess it all started like last year in July when I saw this online challenge, which was to run and walk uh, 100 miles in July. And so I ran some of it and I walked some of it. And that was my kind of real introduction to running, basically. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did you? So what was the average of running compared to walking for that 100 mile well at that point i was uh, i was new to running so i think i mostly walked and i ran about uh maybe 30 or 40 miles of that that's pretty impressive still yeah I, i'd suffer as well so so we're in the same boat but i'm sure your running skills are a lot better than mine and what would you say is the best part about running on let's say in a personal or emotional level what does it bring to you well um i think it brings like a lot a lot of different stuff to me like it's really kind of changed my life in some ways I think uh one of the things it kind of adds to my life is discipline and motivation because I think uh, I had that before but not to the same extent that I have now because you really have to be good at managing your time because you know as a student like you have quite a busy life and to be able to fit in like a run most days like it really adds to your discipline and I think also you notice more of uh, like what your body needs. So for example, if you're going on a, run, a longer run that day, you know that you need to eat a little bit more or if you're going on a shorter run, like a little bit less. And it kind of um, forced, forces you to have a good sleep schedule as well, which I think is really useful for um, anyone. And uh, emotionally, I'd say, well, I th I'm sure like lots of you have heard of uh, the runner's high, which is like uh, a feeling of like happiness or contentment after a run. And it's like a really big stress reliever because I think for like lots of people, the lifestyle that we have these days of like working for hours and hours a day and thinking and maybe sitting at a desk for a long time is kind of unnatural for humans. So I think running kind of just just doing something physical, it's really good for, for anyone, really. Now, this might be a weird question, but does it ever happen to you that say you're studying for an exam or doing a project? And in the middle of that, you take a break, go for a run, come back and complete it. Yeah, definitely. I think 
just because of the the stress relief factor like that's really it yeah it really helps definitely and for you do you prefer doing long distance running or do you enjoy short distance um personally for me like i prefer longer distance just because uh when you're doing a short a short run it's usually you do it really quickly and it's like you're focusing on speed but when you're running like a longer distance you can kind of relax more in a way and focus on pushing yourself to, to the finish without kind of having to worry about how fast you're going obviously you're trying to keep a good pace but you're not trying to run as fast as you can and do you prefer to run alone or do you like company to join you as well like that one friend that helps you push to the limit uh, i have run with um like a friend in the past and i've run with other people but uh, personally i think i prefer running alone just because i can kind of choose how long i run and set my own pace because I think uh, I'm not the fastest runner, but it's like, and it's also a time for me to be in my own head, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think I'd really like to have a conversation with people when I'm running like a long distance and stuff. Yeah, I could imagine that you know, people would run out of breath while running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why most phone calls are not done while people are running. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, so what would you say? You said you did the 100 mile run, but that was at the beginning. Have you done anything longer than that? Well, um, I haven't done anything longer than that. And the, the 100 miles was kind of spread out over a whole month. But the longest distance I've kind of run at one time is 13.1 uh, miles, which is a half marathon. And uh, that was this last July. And it was my uh, my longest run ever in my first half marathon. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't mind me asking, how long did it take you to complete it? Uh, it took me quite a while. Uh, uh, just over three hours which is like it's quite a long time it's quite a slow time but i'm really happy that i just completed it and i would imagine that staying hydrated i know it's a cliche thing to say but staying hydrated is very important while you're running right yeah so do you have like a uh, let's say a belt with water bottles around you or do you have like that one big water bottle that you just carry around while you're running well i i do have i recently got like a belt that you can attach like two little water bottles and then it has a space for your phone as well but I usually don't drink too much actually while I'm running. I usually drink like beforehand and afterwards. Just that's just like what I prefer to do. Hey, yeah, you just you, you conserve. You're like uh, a camel that can retain the water yeah. and then save it for later. <laughs> I'm not calling you a camel. I'm saying that the uh, possibility of retaining water. I like that. Uh, so yeah. speaking about the water bottles and the belt and everything else, what else do you tend to bring with you while you go running? So yeah, I usually take my phone with me and headphones. Uh, sometimes I take a windproof jacket with me when it's like cold and windy. Uh, I yeah, that's pretty much it. I always take my house keys with me. That's very important. You know what? I've sometimes left the house forgetting the house keys. So that is an important note for everybody, whether you're running or not, to always bring your house key. <laughs> now you did mention music. Um, I have to ask, what kind of music do you listen to to get yourself motivated to run or keep you in the zone? Well, I have a I have a playlist on my music app, and it's usually it's it's kind of all kind of genres of music, but the thing that they all have in common is that they're very fast paced, upbeat, and just ha keep you at high energy. I think, yeah. Do you have a one specific song you like listening to right now? Or I don't know about you, but myself, I go through like one song and I listen to it over and over again. Do you have one like that? Yeah, definitely. So there's this one song called um, Run Boy Run and it's by Woodkid and it definitely like the lyrics are about, they're basically about running, which is great. <laughs> the title's perfect for you. It's like, okay, Run Boy Run. All right, I got this. Let's go. <laughs> I like yeah. that. 
what kind of areas do you prefer to run in? Let's say, do you like running on treadmills, uh, in the city, in the beach, or not in the beach, on the beach, uh, in the woods? Where's your preferred terrain? I really uh, don't like treadmills because I find that they tend to go at one specific pace and I, I like running kind of at different paces all throughout my run. So my favorite place to go running is uh, back home, this field near my house. There's like, there's like a park near my house and there's this field in the park which has a specific path marked on it for a mile, which is really useful. Like before I had uh, things that kind of tell me how far I'm running, I used that to kind of tell me how far I was running and that was really useful. And it was just a really nice area. It was green. It was away from the roads and yeah, it was really nice. But now that I'm at uni, I run like on the roads, like on the pavements of the roads. And that's nice too. But but my favorite place was definitely in, in the field near my house back home. So compared to the field and the cement uh, in the city, do you feel a difference on your feet and how you land or how you run? Yeah, definitely. I think there's less pressure on your knees and less pressure on your feet, basically. Yeah. So you, you're, you're comfortable in every environment but you do prefer the one where there's more scenic views i would imagine right yeah i think it's nicer and it's it's kind of it keeps you more encouraged i think no i don't know about you but are you the type of person where you let's say you want to reach a certain point and you say i'm not going to stop running until i reach that point even though you're exhausted and tired you're like i have to reach this point before i can start walking yeah definitely <laughs> so i usually have a an idea of how far i'm going to run before I start running, like I definitely have say like, I'm going to run like four miles today or, or specific things like that. Yeah. And it, that really keeps you going because even, you know, you might want to that day stop two miles in, but you know, you have to keep going and keep pushing yourself to, to reach your goals. The motivation to keep on going and run boy run like the song. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is something that I like using, but I don't know how other people feel. But do, what kind of shoes do you have? I have the toad shoes and I love using those for running. But what is your shoe that you like to use? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, uh, as a student, like I don't have that much like money to spend on shoes. So I think my favorite shoe, there's a shop in, I don't know if it's a worldwide shop, but there's this shop in the UK called Decathlon. And uh, I just use the cheapest shoe from that. And I can't remember the name of them, but it's just the 10 pound shoe, which sounds really cheap, but, but the shoes are really good and they last quite a while as well. Now, is there a shoe that you would like to have? There's a shoe that like in my kind of wildest dreams, I would like to have uh, the Nike Vaporfly. If, I don't know if you've heard of that, but yeah. Well, okay. In that case, for people who are listening that would like to donate a pair of shoes to Gia, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying if Gia, Gia wouldn't reject it, would you? No. <laughs> she wouldn't. But that will keep her motivated to keep running. Um, of course, you don't have to donate. But if you do, hey, you got the Gia's Instagram. So you do what you need to do. Get in contact. She's very friendly. I'm not your father. You do what you need to do. Um, so back to running. Is there a space, not a space, but a place on Earth that you'd really like to go for a run? I, I don't know, somewhere in uh, Australia or Canada or Russia, anywhere around the world? Is there anywhere you'd like to go for a run? Well, I don't have like a specific location, but I think it would be really cool, interesting and challenging to run in a desert just because the environment's so different. There's sand, it's hot. And I think it would be a really cool challenge. I know that I know that there are races in the desert, so I think that would be a really cool thing to do. I would imagine you'd have to bring a little bit more than just two bottles of water if you're going running in the yeah. desert. <laughs> It might get a little hot and some sunscreen. <laughs> now, I don't know if you have this, but do you have a watch or a smartwatch that would track your heartbeats or the distance for you to keep a record of how 
you're doing, your progress. Yeah, so I use a, a Garmin watch, which I got for my birthday, and it does tell you how far you've run. It tells you your heart rate. It also tells you your stress levels, but I'm not really sure how it works that out. And that connects to this app that I have called, uh, well, it connects to lots of apps. It can connect to lots of different apps, but I use the Nike running app, which is really useful because uh, it gives you plans. It tells you how far you've run. It sets you challenges for each month and each week and stuff like that. And yeah, I think that's really useful. And it's kind of added another layer to my running as well. So it actually added more motivation for you to keep up with this uh, application. Yeah, definitely. Because you're comp- on the app, you're competing against other people. So there's like uh, maybe a monthly challenge that says like, can you run 100K in a month? And then there's leaderboards of people from all over the world. And it's, it's really great. Huh, that's interesting. I like the idea that it's competitive, but it's not like a competitive like, oh, can you run a kilometer within 10 seconds? Impossible. But I mean, <laughs> the idea that they're not putting the standards at an unrealistic level. They're putting it at a realistic level where everybody can do it and it's enjoyable. It's that friendly competition aspect. I like that. Yeah, it's good. But then you always see like the top of the leaderboard people have run like a, a thousand kilometers in like a week and it's like, how did you manage to do that? But yeah. They got in their car. <laughs> they just took their hand with the watch outside the window and just shook it while they drove the car. <laughs> now for you or just in general, what are some common injuries that could occur while running? Well, um, I've actually been really lucky in that I haven't had uh, any kind of major injuries. I did kind of hurt my knee once. I'm not really sure what happened, but I had to take a few days off. But then after that, it was fine. But they do say that running is kind of like the one sport where you're guaranteed to get injuries. So I guess it's just a matter of time. Um, I think the most common injuries would be to your ankles and your knees because that's where your the, the real pressure is when you're running. And there's a lot of pressure, especially on the roads. There's there's a lot of pressure on your knees. Yep. I've once sprained my ankle twice within a week, <laughs> the same ankle because of running and it is not pleasant and I was young and I was stubborn. So let's move on from that. Uh, <laughs> so you said you participated in a marathon. Are you planning to participate in a new marathon anytime soon? So yeah, um, I participated in a half marathon before and uh, this time I'm participating in a full marathon in March and uh, it's, yeah, uh, I'm going to hopefully run that quite well and a lot faster. And I know this might be a stupid question, but what are you doing to prepare for this marathon? Are you mentally putting some goals that you want to achieve before the marathon or anything else? Uh, yeah, so I have a, a training plan, which I got from uh, the, the app that I told you about before, the Nike running app. Uh, I put in kind of the, like when the race was and so they, and like how many times a week I could run and they kind of made a personalized like it's a a program that makes a personalized plan for you and so I'm running six days a week at the moment uh so there's like a long run each week there are recovery runs each week there's tempo runs and uh speed runs sometimes as well wow and if you don't mind me asking what is the objective time you're aiming for for this marathon uh to be honest like my goal is just to finish (laughs) because I'm quite slow so yeah I don't really have a time in mind. I just have the goal of like getting across the finish line. Hey, that's that's the spirit. You just got to finish it. It's not how fast you finish it or how slow you finish it. It's the idea that you completed it and you went at your own pace, which is good. Yeah. You don't have to compete against anybody. That's fantastic. Now, do you have any inspirations when it comes to running, whether it's, let's say, family members who support you for running or let's say another athlete that said, wow, I want to be like this athlete. They're very inspirational. Yeah, I definitely have um, people who who inspire me like on a daily basis. Oh, well, yeah, you know, and 
one person is definitely my younger brother because he, at his school he runs a mile every day which I think is you know it's super impressive because uh, that's a program they, they have at their school they like most days the, the kids you know he's 11 years old and they run a mile every day which is like 10 rap, 10 laps around their field which is really cool and in terms of runners I do have a few inspirations as well um there's this runner called David Goggins and he has had like kind of a tough time in life from when he was a young child but he's really kind of persevered through that and he is an ultra marathoner and as we speak like at the time of recording he's in an ultra race right now and the kind of I don't if for people who don't know ultra marathons are races which are longer than a marathon so it could be 50 miles 100 miles but the race that he's in right now is 240 miles long which is just insane to think about uh the race is called the Moab 240 and another runner who did that race was who's another inspiration of mine, I'd say, is Courtney DeWalter. She's, uh, she ran that race uh, a couple of years ago. I think it was last year. She won the race like outright. She beat everyone else by 10 hours. And I just think that's amazing. And she has a really good attitude towards running. And yeah, there are loads of people in running who are really inspirational. Wow, that's, that's incredible. The distance is amazing. I, I can't imagine myself doing that. My grandmother just actually came back from a walk from the Camino de Santiago, which was like 800 kilometers and she's 80. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah, she did that 800 kilometers in like 20, uh, 40, 40 days, I believe. So I, I, I don't have her energy, that's for sure. <laughs> and now it's for this, those uh, celebrities you talked to, to or about, uh, are they older or younger? If you don't mind me asking. David Goggins is 44, I think. And Courtney is in her 30s. I'm not sure exactly how old she is. So that's that's inspiration. Even at that age, you can make amazing, yeah. amazing progress in your 20. So you have a lot of time to improve. You're going to outrun me. I, I'm sitting in a chair right now, so I'm sure you're probably jogging and I can't even hear it. <laughs> now, what are some misconceptions about people who are runners? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think some misconceptions are that they're some thing different like there's something special but I think the thing that they have that is special is their determination to succeed I don't think they were born with anything different other than the fact that like when they're trying they just don't give up and also you don't have to be a specific type of person to start running like anyone can start running and I heard this is not necessarily a misconception but I heard this when you do a long marathon it is not recommended that you just stop after you finish the race, you just walk off. So you don't suddenly stop because it could be pretty bad for the body. That's what I've heard. I could be wrong, but you're the expert here. Am I wrong? <laughs> uh, I think, no, I think that's right. I think you should keep walking because of, uh, yeah. And also just in the days following, people may think you should take time. You should definitely take time off to recover, but you shouldn't stop running completely. Like in the few days afterwards, you should definitely go for like, a, maybe like even if it's just like one kilometer or like one mile you should definitely run in the following days after a marathon so you keep that body moving that muscle memory to not forget because the body yeah. could forget <laughs> <laughs> this might be a weird question but do you have like a go-to food because he said you use the app does the app also show you a diet like what to eat and what's good to eat to recover let's say after a run this is a good food to recover your energy um the app doesn't tell me but i think a good like good foods to eat is uh lots of proteins definitely you can eat that uh if you eat that i think the best time to do that is just after a run so uh, chicken fish eggs things like that and 
just make sure you're eating enough because otherwise you can really run out of energy really quickly. So do you eat a little bit before the race or the run and then a lot after, right? Yeah, I usually don't eat immediately before a run, but just because I think it wouldn't really sit well in my stomach. But afterwards, it's definitely a, a good time. Afterwards, it's a free-for-all. It's the body yeah. running after you went for running. <laughs> <laughs> and now, how did running have an impact on your perspective on life? I think it gave me, it definitely gave me a different perspective on life because it, it just teaches you that you're not really limited in what you can achieve and what you can do. I think it shows you that if you're capable of running, you can kind of apply that to your to other things in your life as well. Like you might think you're not uh, going to pass like a test or something, but you, it just kind of gives you the mindset of you can definitely achieve anything if you work hard enough, I think. And I would imagine it also keeps you very focused, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely improved my focus. And Yeah. Have you ever seen anything weird while you went for your run? Or are you the type of person that has, um, was it the horse vision where you just focus or eagle eye or tunnel vision? That's the word. Tunnel vision where you focus on one spot or you are very observant of the environment around you. I think I'm not necessarily observant of everything around me. I'm just kind of focused on two feet in front of me, basically. Uh, just focusing on keeping going, keeping like my feet moving and stuff like that. And what time of year do you prefer to go running? Uh, is it like, or not even just year, but also time of day, like both of them into factor. Which ones do you prefer? Night, evening, winter, fall, summer, spring? Um, I think I prefer like the autumn and spring because those are times of year where it's not too hot. Well, at least in this country, like it's not, it's not too hot and it's not too cold. So yeah. And do you prefer running at night or during the day or what, let's say evening? Uh, definitely during the day because at night it's kind of like dark and scary, especially <laughs> the time of year. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's completely fair. And I would imagine if you do choose to do it at night, you would probably go running with some friends or company to make it safer. Yeah. No, you know what? Same here. I, nighttime, I'm, I'm good. I'll run during the day. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you want to present this hobby to the world or use it more as an escape from reality? So in other words, if somebody came up to you and said, Hey Gia, I'd love to learn more about the running rituals or running in general or where's a good place to go running would you be open to that or more just ah, you'll figure out you have two feet you can figure how to run i think like part of it is quite intuitive but also yeah i'd definitely always be happy to like talk to someone about running like i'm probably not the best person to give advice to people but definitely to like uh newer runners i definitely talk to them about it but also i think it's not necessarily an escape from reality because I think it's more of an enhancement of, of the reality that you're living in, if that makes sense, because it's it kind of adds something new and exciting to your life. It kind of makes you feel more alive. It just brings out yeah. that energy. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Running is basically the body just going in full motion. And everything's awake and active. So I can see how it's just enhancing everything. Yeah. Now, speaking about... Well, that's not... Nope. This is a bad segue. But has running ever stressed you out? Just the idea that maybe you weren't able to achieve a certain uh, distance by a certain time or the terrain was bad or you had hit a lot of traffic lights which avoided or screwed up your time anything like that i think the only time it's kind of stressed me out is when i'm not running if that makes sense like thinking about the goals that i'm trying to achieve in running but when i'm actually running i think it's a time where my mind's completely clear and i'm only thinking about running and not really too stressed about the goals other than that it's all fun and games, right? Yeah. And what was your biggest challenge when you first started running? I think um, the, the biggest challenge I had when I first started running was just being able to run like good distance. Because when I first started, I 
did struggle to keep running past the, the pain because when you go for a run, it's not always easy. It There's times where it is easy, but there's also times where, where your whole body feels like uncomfortable and it's really difficult to push past that. But you need to learn that when you're in that kind of uncomfortable feeling, like if you keep running, it will become comfortable again. It's kind of like a, a wave. So you feel uncomfortable and then you feel comfortable. I think when I first started, my challenge was pushing past that uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have that over there, but do you have a product called Tiger Bomb? It's kind of like a cream that you put apply on the skin and it would numb the skin. Um, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, so basically sometimes I put it before playing a sports activity, let's say football or uh, go for a run. So if you already have like an injury or muscle swollen up, you would put that uh, cream on and would numb the feeling and it helps you helps you push through. Actually, this leads up to my next question. Let's say because I would imagine it does happen during running. Sometimes body parts swell like the knees or the ankles while you're running. Do you how do you treat that afterwards? Do you take like a really cold bath or a cold shower to reduce the swelling or do you massage it? What's your process? I do take uh, cold showers after running. I think it's really it kind of helps you to yeah as you said reduce the swelling in your knees and also to kind of cool down your muscles as well but i don't have any specific like creams or anything that i use i don't know about you but if i do have swelling leg a swollen leg or anything like that and i'm going to take a cold shower i always have to pump myself up before running into the cold shower i just go yeah just go (laughs) just it's like a skipping rope you have to like find the right time to go in (laughs) (laughs) definitely it can be very like it makes you feel awake if, you, if you're not. And uh, speaking about awake, you said uh, when you run during the day, but do, is it early morning that you like to run or just midday? I, I should have put this with the other question, but I'm curious. Uh, so I don't really run in the morning. I usually run uh, in the early afternoon when I don't have lectures and stuff. So yeah, it kind of varies day by day, but it's always, it's usually in the afternoon. Now, do you do uh, leg exercises while you're sitting on a chair? Like the bicycle effect where you just pretend you're on a bicycle while you're in a chair just to have that... M- body movement going um i don't but maybe i I should because sometimes like when i'm sitting down my legs kind of feel a bit numb like they they should be moving but they're not well there's an idea for people who are enjoying running if you want to keep running (laughs) while you're sitting on a seat uh just move your legs but the best option is definitely to get up and go for a run yeah uh so what is your current biggest challenge so we talked about your first challenge so what is your current one i think my current challenge is uh probably staying motivated to run like nearly every single day because even though it's a hobby and I enjoy it and it's it's fun like some parts of it aren't fun like say I'm working on something else in my life like a big essay that I'm doing or studying for exams or stuff like that keeping the motivation to keep on running like at the moment six days a week it's it, that's kind of challenging because I think once you're running it's good and it's fun but just kind of getting it out the door and going for a run but i feel like if you're doing it six days a week you're fine you found the key thing to motivate you to do it (laughs) (laughs) i could be wrong but i feel like you have a pretty good system going on for yourself right now maybe but i think it's a day-by-day thing i think it's you have to like each day you have to keep the motivation like you can't rely on what you've done before it's an everyday thing you just have to just really psych yourself up for it. I think that's pretty much it. Now it's raining there right now. Would it be something that you'd like to go run in or you said, oh, I'll wait till the rain stops? <laughs> well, uh, sometimes like on a really busy day, it's raining. Um, I just don't have the option to not go for a run. But I think <laughs> <laughs> 
it can be it can be fun to run in the rain sometimes as long as like your feet don't get too wet and uncomfortable see nothing scares you that's good <laughs> <laughs> now do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in this hobby yeah i have quite i have quite a lot of advice um so just like in terms of men like mental preparing for it i'd say don't give up like like say the first time you go for a run you might want to try and run for a mile like and if you it like there's no shame in stopping if you can't run for a mile but just i'd say like go back out again the next day or maybe like in two days and try again and there are also loads of programs on online like apps and things called couch to 5k if you're a complete beginner that it teaches you how to run going like if you're a complete couch potato it teaches you how to run 5k in a, in a certain number of weeks you can build up to that and also if you're like stretching stretch after you go for a run and not before i mean obviously you can do like little warm-ups and stuff but if you stretch before that can lead to uh, like tiny little muscle fractures apparently which is something i've read and also uh, one big one is to get a foam roller which is this kind of a uh, plastic tube covered in foam and spikes, well not spikes, the spikes are kind of also made of foam, but uh, you can kind of roll your legs and your back over that after you go for a run and that increases the blood circulation and it's it's really good for your muscles. I have one of those and I love it so much. <laughs> I use it. I don't run as much as you, but I do use it because I play football and it feels amazing. Yeah. I did have a guest on a few episodes ago. Uh, about how he goes for runs, but he films videos, so virtual running videos, to be used on treadmills. Would that be something you'd be interested in just to film one of your runs? That would be really cool. I don't know if anyone would want to see like just the random streets that I go running on, but if people were interested in then yeah, that would be really cool. There you go, and I guess you can see like, oh yeah, I ran there, I remember that. There was that weird squirrel <laughs> that was just jumping around everywhere. No, <laughs> And <laughs> now to move on to something more normal. Uh, once again, at the beginning, we asked for your social media links. Do you have any social media links that you'd like to reshare again? Yeah, sure. Um, so I have an Instagram, which is uh, GIA5886, uh, JIA5886. Perfect. I'll put that in the description below so people can click it, follow, and once again, see your journey. Now, of course, the last question is the one that it doesn't really matter because it's a question for me. But do you have any questions for me about running? Because once again, you're, I'm not the center of attention here. It's you. So the question you ask is important, but my answer will be ridiculous because I am not an expert. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll think of like an interesting question. Uh, how do you think it would be to run on the moon compared to running on the earth? Ooh, that's a, that's a really good question. <laughs> I feel like it's, I don't know, maybe like the effect of like how you try to run underwater, except there's some gravity and you're brought down. I, I, I kind of like float in the middle, but on the moon would be pretty cool. I feel like it'd be more like strides, like long strides instead of running. So like a bouncing motion. Okay. I would definitely love to give that a try. I don't think I'll ever have the chance in my lifetime, but uh, b would you like to give that a try? Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. I, I would just wonder how like your body would react differently and, and what would happen. I honestly feel like my center of gravity would just be thrown off. I'd start flipping around and then end up on my head somehow. That, that's, <laughs> that's basically my life story where I try to do something that looks beautiful and then it rotates and rotates and goes miserably wrong. And then I land in a weird <laughs> position that humans should not bend in. That's, that's the story of my life. <laughs> But uh, have you ever tried like running in water just for fun, just the motion, all that uh, water just holding you back? 
Yeah, like in the swimming pool and stuff, uh, it's it's definitely like really difficult to, to run. I think the best thing for water is swimming because like running, blah, maybe that could be an interesting sport one day and people could kind of find a way to, to overcome it. But at the moment, like, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that we need to work on. Could you just imagine that they have giant scuba tanks and then weights on their feet and there's an underwater marathon? <laughs> that would be interesting yeah. for sure. <laughs> It's like it's like the triathlon. Like if you had a bicycle as well, it was like a, the triathlon all combined into one thing. But you just like ride a bicycle underwater while run, I don't know, like while running simultaneously. Oh. <laughs> We're going into the fictional world right now. So if anybody is interested, you know, scuba marathon triathlon. <laughs> you know what? G and I came up with this idea. So uh, give us some credit if you ever do decide to do this. Uh, I'd love to watch it. It'd probably be a lot slower than a normal marathon because it's underwater, but yeah. interesting none the least. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Gia, for coming on and helping me create this idea of underwater running. But no, not underwater running, but basically just expanding my mind on the running as a hobby. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. It's been really great. <laughs> And once again, if you'd like to check out Jia on Instagram, I'll put the link in the description below so you can go check her out. And of course, you can send me an email or if you have any questions, send me an email. Sorry, you can send me. No, you, sorry. Let me get this straight. If you have any questions or want to be on my podcast, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. Wow, I'm really off today. Of course, if you think this episode is going to be helpful for anybody, by all means, go share with them because running is something that most people can do. And if it's not, you don't need to full sprint. You could jog. You can even walk. Just the active idea of being in motion can be beneficial for your body and your mind and can also help you out if you're feeling stressed, anxious or anything else. It's there. You don't need any equipment. The two feet that you have are good enough. And yeah, so once again, thank you, Gia. I can't thank you enough for coming on. It was so short, short notice. You came on. We talked a few days ago and then boom, we're here. And I can't thank you enough. Thank you again. Yeah, it was really great. Thank you. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.